You are now listening to Out of the Blank. to another episode of out of the blank it's a long-awaited podcast the man is back after a year what have you where have you gone where have you been did you have any kids no no not none that i know of but you know who's to say who's to say it's just been a long year of everything (laughs) been a long year if you think about it that's not a dumb question to ask if you had kids not only because you're in a relationship but also a concept of you can just adopt like i mean i thought about it when i was a kid adopting someone that was older than me so i was like well he could do like he could take care of me he could sign the leases he could buy me a car he could teach me how to drive you know hopefully teach me how to drive before he buys me a car yeah i mean and also what if they become like a pro athlete and then now you're rich too can you, uh, dude? Okay, so it's like adopting a star, but adopting a pro athlete. Yep. Pick one. Who would you pick, sports wise? Oh man, who has the longest career? That's what I want to know. Who has the longest sports careers? Not football. Is Michael Jordan still a thing? I mean, yeah, I guess it might be basketball. I would probably adopt a uh, basketball star. I don't know if I could handle Michael Jordan's abuse, though. Like, imagine if you were his dad, like adopted dad, and he'd just be like, you want to bet on this game? It's like, no. And he beats you. Like, the best part about having kids, I think, besides, like, taking them trick-or-treating, it's like the whole entire point to have kids is, like, you get to go get free candy. But if you think about it, you could just buy candy as well, too. But if you had Michael Jordan and you adopted him, then, like, the whole point is, like, you can beat your kids at games. Whenever your kid's like, I could run faster than you, you're like, okay let me give you full speed real quick and then you fucking you show him up but then if you have michael jordan he's like beating you at everything you're like oh my god my kid is way better than me yeah i mean you know it would be nice to have a kid that just way outdoes you and you're like yeah there you go i i raised that i i give the uh parents that have a kid who's exceptionally more talented than the actual parent more credit to not freaking smother their kids like that when when i was in school there was a kid that was seven two and he was put on the football team and he was like 16 years old. Like there was, you're not, you're not going against the guy who's seven, two at 16 years old. Everyone else is like four foot eight, maybe five foot. And I'm like, his dad was like six foot. So I was like, imagine that your kid's 15, 16 years old. He's a foot taller than you. He's going to be probably a football star. And it turns out the kid didn't even go into football. He just ended up, I think he played basketball in college and then he stopped and now he's making mixtapes. Huh. Yeah, that's the other thing. You can't choose what your kid decides to do for a living. And man, if he would have gone into basketball early and gotten good, seven twos something to look at, you know, whenever you've got a team like that, be great. Well, it's like, would you rather be famous or would you rather want your kid to have all the fame? Oh, man, I go back and forth with that because I don't want it. But I mean, I kind of do want all the perks that fame comes with. But, like, look at Drake and what he did with his dad, like, basically gave him a bunch of stuff because he wasn't famous. So maybe my kid would take care of me better if he was famous. So I'll you, just be a member of the posse. 
<laughs> so you can look at this in two ways. One, you can sit there and be like, I'd rather be famous and have my kid get all my spoils because then I take all the abuse and all the horribleness of fame. And then my kid gets just to enjoy the luxuries. Or you could be like, I want my kid to go through that. But then, hey, I get to be that guy's dad. And it's like, I don't know. That's a sketchy one, because if you look at every Disney star that's ever came out of it, they're not <laughs> doing so good now. <laughs> like free Britney all over again. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I saw Miley Cyrus read off one of those reward or awards. I think it was like some type of music award. And she was saying everybody's name, like Justin Bieber. I love your comb over and went over to like um, uh, by, whoever makes the song Blinded by the Lights. Who is that? Oh, uh, The Weeknd. Yeah, it says at the weekend, glad to see you here. And then she goes ASAP Rocker, and it's ASAP Rocky. And Rocky. You just see him mouth this mother. Like he's like, he doesn't have to cuss it out, and the camera switched off of it. <laughs> yep, ASAP Rocker. You know, I, I looked and I couldn't find any songs by ASAP Rocker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just saw a documentary with him recently about psychedelics, and he was talking about his first trip. And it's, it's interesting because I like looking like, um, there's a YouTube series where it's like a guy who does like speech or is it like it's like speech speech pathology or something where he's able to tell like mannerisms and the way that people talk. And he was dissecting like important videos. One was Bill Clinton talking about Epstein. And it's just crazy because like he was getting asked a list of questions and he was like, did you notice that he didn't answer any of these questions? And she was like, what was your relationship with uh, Epstein? And he was like, well, I went to these dinners and then, the, you know, the dinners were nice, but I regret meeting him. And he's always like looking all over him. He goes, he did all three of the things throughout this whole entire interview, all on that one questions, which means he's hiding something and i'm like i love this man i love it to tell like when you look at like um you see the documentary epstein's holding his jaw because he's trying to make sure he doesn't flinch when someone asks him a question and i'm like yo it's like it makes me want to analyze people in every, my everyday life like am i adopted and just stare at your parents like oh, oh wait for you <laughs> yeah like, am i giving the right answer <laughs> i i love those speeches where they say something and then they look at their age like i I said that right, right? <laughs> I'm not going to get in trouble. I think that's what I really enjoy about the Norm McDonald show on Netflix was that it's like he would joke around like with David Spade and be like, we're going to go right to this break real quick. And he goes, what do you mean break? It's Netflix. We don't need to take a break. There's no commercial ads. He goes, oh, we have to take a break. And he goes, but tell me that catfish story you had. And then he would go into a story for like 10, 15 minutes. And um, then he'd be like, middle of the dude's story, David's story, go. And we're back. He goes, now tell me about that story you were telling me off air. He goes, what are you talking about? We didn't go anywhere. And he goes, yeah, we did. We went to break. He goes, then why the hell were we talking at all? And it was like a joke, but it was like that back and forth camaraderie where I'm like, I like to see that. Like that, you know, you hear so many stories like on SNL. There's so many stories about like Tracy Morgan and Jimmy Fallon. They hated each other. But then you see like an interview five years, 10 years later where they're like being friendly to each other. But now that they told you they hated each other, you see it now. Like, nice to see you, Jimmy. Nice to see you, Tracy. Nice to see you, Jimmy. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. It's like very, very like professional. I'm like, oh, that's cool that you guys, you know, you hide it off screen. But I rather know what your guys' relationship is instead of people forcing you to be in movies where you necessarily don't want to like that person. Yeah, it's kind of like that relationship between uh, Gordon Ramsay and Jamie Oliver. They hate each other. But when they're on like the same interview shows, they're like, good to see you. Yep, good to see you too. But they're looking at each other like, "Fucking hate you." Well, that's why there's not a Roxbury too. The guys from Will Ferrell and those guys don't like each other. Huh? Yeah, it's. I would hate to have to be in a close situation with people I don't like. 
I mean, I've had to do it, obviously, but just that tension too, where you're like, I'm going to be friendly. You're going to be friendly. Let's fake it for the next eh, hour. You know, do you think that's a factor of two people that might have like a small little conflict? It doesn't mean anything. Or do you think it's two people with two completely different mindsets with their abilities? Cause like you got a Will Ferrell type that's funny, but I don't picture Will Ferrell being a real asshole. Real Will Ferrell just seems like he can be a comedic one. Yeah. I think a lot of it's mindset. Um, even, you know, just look at personal life with people you don't like a lot of times it's your two different types of people. And yeah, you should always accept and like be friends with people that aren't identical to you, but sometimes those mindsets just don't, me- don't mesh well, you know? So it's like, I really don't like you, but there's no reason why I don't like you. I'm just going to try to be friendly. Well, then it brings into the bigger question of like, does, is it the bad situation that's good for the person or is it the bad person's attitude that's good for the situation? Like there's Michael Jordan. He's been known to be an asshole, but he's really good at what he does. And a lot of people don't care about his personality because he's so good at what he does. But then you have Mike Tyson who has been had a bad, like horrible childhood and just basically had nothing until his coach picked him up and he became one of the best people at the things that he does. So it's like you necessarily don't want to curse someone to a life of pain and homelessness. But at the same time, if it creates a fucking Mike Tyson, you're like, dude, my kid's going to have to take one for the team. Yeah. And then just be the greatest boxer other than Muhammad Ali. But, you know, (laughs) debatable, debatable, you know, we'll never know. We'll never know. I mean, like Logan Paul, good childhood. Yeah. Fucking YouTube star. Yeah. Fucking fighting pro fighters. Yeah. He just challenged Mike Tyson recently. So I'm like, I want to see it. I know it's going to suck for him, but I mean, I like, I ever since I saw the Floyd Mayweather fight, I just got a thousand times more respect because he got up on stage. He goes, there's no way in hell that this isn't a simulation. The fact that a YouTube star can fight a, un, like a professional boxer who's undefeated. And I'm like, he makes perfect sense to my simulation theory. But do you think that I'll not choreograph, but they're going to be like, look, Floyd Mayweather, don't beat the shit out of Jake Paul. And he's like, okay, fine, because it's exhibition. I'm not really trying to take this kid's head off. I think part of it is the outcome is already known. I think so. You think it was staged? Not the moves or, you know, what they're, what they're going to do. I think it's like, look, guys, don't hurt someone. Like, also, what if Jake Paul would have, you know, beat the hell out of him? And then it would have been like, you would have questioned everything Floyd Mayweather ever did. And then if Floyd May- Mayweather beats the hell out of that kid, it's like, dude, you're professional fighter you really had to do him like that so i think they knew it was going to be a draw it's kind of like mike tyson going in there you really don't want mike tyson going full power on you i just want to see him i told mike tyson on twitter if he did my show i'd let him punch me in the face as hard as possible for legal reasons he will not be able to do that (laughs) i will take it for the team i won't sue i'm not i'm not that type of person he accepted the verbal agreement of my tweet saying just come on to my show but i think with the Floyd Mayweather thing, I think it was a difference too, is that if you really look at the concept of it's a guy who has everything to lose if it goes bad and he really doesn't have a whole lot to gain, like $100 million or whatever it is, that's nothing to Floyd. That's like something he would spend on a hat or a t-shirt. But if, and I also think with Logan Paul, for instance, him just getting hit a couple of times, I think it rocked him. 
to where it was like, okay, I got to take it easy. They both were hugging each other a lot of the time, kind of holding on to each other, like, cause they were gassed out. And I'm like, this is where the conspiracy stuff starts to boil in. And I'm all in on it. Yeah. Cause it was like, how is Floyd Mayweather gassed that easy? Cause you see him in a lot of his fights and he lasts a lot longer, but he looked a little too gassed. Then again, maybe he didn't do a really good training camp because he was just fighting some YouTube kid. You know? Yeah, but does the training camp just give you the ability for that fight? I mean, if you really look at, like, he's got 60-something matches or 50-something matches under his belt. True, but, you know, for metabolic conditioning, if if he ran a real training camp where they were putting him through it to get his gas tank level up, you know, maybe. I don't know. Kind of like when you're sitting on the couch for like a like a month straight, and then you start realizing, oh, you, I'm going to go for a run. You realize like a quarter of the way into the run you used to do, you're like, okay, I don't have the energy to be able to do that anymore. Yep, or the lung capacity. Yeah, I tried testing that recently. I was like, I've been vaping for like a couple of years now. I was like, let's see if I can hold my. I used to hold my lungs for like my uh, breath with my lungs for like a, a minute and a half, minute forty five. Then I went to test it recently. I made it like thirty seconds. I'm like, fuck. Yep. Yep. Same. <laughs> I went for a run the other day and it was like the loop around this lake we, we run, it's a small lake. One loop is about a quarter of a mile. And I ran it the quarter of a mile and I'm like, I used to run this thing like 12, 13 times, this loop. I made it one time, barely. Like at the end of that one loop, I'm coughing up, you know, that metallic taste. It was terrible. <laughs> metallic taste. That's always the worst. It's blood. Um, yep. It's crazy when you start realizing things that you used to be able to do compared to what you can do now like i'm not even i'm I'm in my 20s early 20s so i'm like looking at like when i was a kid though it was just a completely different thing like i remember being in like uh, elementary school and thinking that life was just going to be so easy you're going to get everything you ever wanted you're never going to have to worry about back pain knee pain foot pain anything like that but uh, it's once you got out of high school and the bills hit you and then the world hit you. And then like, now, even in your early twenties, I know so many kids now that are like, I have to get a tooth extracted or I have a cracked tooth. I'm like, in your twenties, like I get it. I mean, I had a tooth pulled, but I look at it. Like i never took care of my fucking teeth. You guys like brushed them four times a day. Like you couldn't go out on the big swing because you had to brush your teeth and then had to go back out on it. Like, it's just crazy. I don't know what that is. I think that's like a combination of obviously what we're eating, but. Oh yeah. It, it's gotta be tied to the food. A lot of it, you know, processed food breaks down enamel, what twice as much, whatever that study was. It's, it's crazy. You know, the effects that all that has on your body. Well, Eric Weinstein, I think he's an evolutionary biologist. He was talking about how like this isn't a normal process of evolution. Like there's no way in hell that you can just remove parts of your healthy intestine and like you can go without it. There was it's there for a fucking reason. Your appendix is there for a reason. It might have we might have evolved past using it, but it's still there for an essential purpose. Getting like there's a person that was getting healthy parts of their body taken out just because they could. And I was like, I don't see like, it's like the woman that made herself blind. Like, I don't know why you would do that. She poured bleach in her eyes and made herself blind. And I'm like, there's, this is a fucking crazy world, man. No, I would not want to make myself blind. I couldn't imagine having to learn how to walk and do things without being able to see. No way. Uh -uh. You could walk normal. It's just making sure you don't bump into shit. Well, yeah, it's a new way of walking, though. I mean, think about your gait and everything, how your legs move, the muscles and everything. When you're moving cautious and putting weight in different parts of your foot to be like, okay, 
or am I doing? It's going to trigger muscles you don't typically use. And so then your legs are going to be sore as hell. And it's like learning a new way to walk, a new gait. If you could, um, if you could slowly lose it over time, like it would be gone in a month, your total sight, or would you rather lose it all at once? Gradually. Okay. Because then you know when it's getting bad and you're like, I, I need to look at some things, like burn it into my memory. You can't guess when you drive anymore. You just got to fucking give yep. up the license. Oh, no, that would suck. I know a couple people who don't have a license, mostly because they suffer from like, um, what's that? Dis- uh, epileptic seizures. So yeah. they're like, I-, I couldn't drive since I was 20. I was like, that sucks. You only had like four years of driving. Yeah. Ugh. I couldn't imagine losing my license like that, where it's like you literally cannot drive. They don't make Braille driving. There's Yeah, but I mean, I think Tesla is going to get to the point where you can just fucking autopilot that shit. See, and then you'd have that would be great. But then you'll be stroking out your fucking driver's seat and the car's already going to your destination. And parallel parks itself. You're good to go. (laughs) Oh, you had a seizure. Oh, God. Um, Did you hop out of the car? You're like, I'm good to go. (laughs) I don't know if I'm comfortable with that, though, man, because like I still appreciate like see i drive an older car so like if i go and i turn on my and i know i'm gonna die by a deer one day every morning i think i was just thinking about this this morning when i was driving back from work i was like when i turn on my high beams and i try and turn on the radio the lights get dim because the battery can't function the radio and the 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 headlights on high beams and the same thing with my window if i go and pull the window down my headlights will dim and there's always deer on this road. And I'm like, I'm going to end up hitting one of these fucking deer. And it's that's my biggest fear, mostly because I think I'm having more of a realization of how sensitive things are. Like when it comes to like, imagine an antler just going right through the freaking windshield. Like, all right, so here's the story. My dad scared the crap out of me with this. And I think this is why I've always remembered this since I was like 14. He was like, yeah, I, I, I hit a deer once. And I was like, yeah, I was like, but what's that fear of like, you hear those stories of people like having a deer go through the windshield. He goes, so one time I was driving at three o'clock in the morning back from work and this giant deer, huge antlers jumps clear over my truck, just clear over a Dodge Durango. And I'm like over the whole truck. He goes, imagine if that thing just missed a step or slipped when it jumped and an antler just goes right through my freaking driver's window. It's like, Mm. I don't think they intentionally mean to scare the shit out of you, but it's like when my grandpa told me never look at a lawnmower while you're like through your car. I was like, what? Because every time I would see someone mowing their lawn, I would stare at the lawnmower and he'd be like, my buddy that I grew up with, he had a rock got flung out of the lawnmower and went right into his eye. And I was like, I was like, is that true? He goes, you, you, your chance. I'm like, uh, now I can't ever look at a lawnmower while I'm driving. Now that's some final destination type shit. <laughs> that's what I thought death was when I was a kid. I was like, is that how it is? It's planned. It's all strategic coordination by death itself. Well, it's like as a kid, you thought quicksand would be a way bigger issue than it is. It's not. Like you see it in movies and you're like, oh, I got to watch out for quicksand whenever I go for a walk. There's one of my listeners in Estonia. Like, it's a fucking big issue. Everyone dies. I know. <laughs> it just is like it's screaming just because we don't experience it. Yep true where i'm where i'm at there is no quicksand <laughs> it's kind of like uh we always get like a weather warning i had three amber alerts all like i think it was a couple nights ago we had first one was a flood warning and then my first thought was like okay so that means i can just surf in the streets because that's what people do down here we just 
take a body board and start swimming in the streets as long as a power line is nearby. And then the second one's like wind warning. And it was like gale force winds, 55 miles an hour to 65 miles an hour. I was like, so it's a great day to fly a kite. And then the third one was like Amber alert. Chevy Malibu with a stolen child. And I was like, I can fix two of these three problems. The third one, you're on your fucking own. Like, yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> so that Chevy Malibu is going to be driving down the street, get caught in a flash flood and a power line's going to blow into it with the gale force winds and kill everybody in the car. That's so crazy how you said that. Cause someone commented that on my tweet that I put up about it. Oh, really? <laughs> like the exact same thing. They go, look, that's all three of your problems solved. And I was like, yep. that's crazy. I, I think everywhere, like you might have original thoughts, but I think everywhere you're either, someone is thinking the exact same thing at you. It oh, might yeah. be not the same person 24 seven. Like there's not a genetically uh, uh, connected person like that would be connected to your thoughts or the way you eat or anything like that. But there's someone out there that's somehow your thoughts. I feel like it's like a bunch of text messages. Accidentally, you send a text message to the wrong person. Everyone's crafting out like different texts. And then suddenly you guys think of the same exact text. Yep. Huh? Never thought about it like that. I bet there is though. I bet we all think a lot of the same things, especially with you see the replies on the internet and you're like, I was just thinking that, (laughs) you know, it's, a lot of the same comebacks and like the way to solve your problems works the same way. I'm like flooding, gale force winds, Chevy Malibu. Okay. So they're going to, you're going to flood. Won't be able to drive. Just going to put these on. Wind is, <laughs> yep. wind, wind is going to blow the power line into the car. All right. Problem solved. I or am. we've all seen too many movies. That's probably it. <laughs> it's kind of like if you start thinking of like this would be a great idea for a new invention then you go and look it up and it's already created you're like everything you can think of has already been created it's like i think because most of the people have thought the same exact thing we've all been there staring at a soup and been like how can i use this besides my hand and then someone creates a spoon and then a guy comes in with the spork that's an amazing invention and that guy just he didn't get as much credit as he deserved because all he did was put prongs on it yeah yeah but that's so much more i guess universal it's like the guy who invented the swiss army knife true they're still making a lot of money and now it's all been reduced to creating reaction videos or reels or some type of tiktok to be able to make a new trend come out we got to think of the next trend man you know i would say work hard that seems to be a a trend that's missing these days (laughs) no one wants to do it it's not glamorous but you know you can make a lot of money if you work you're t- hard. You're telling me the trend <laughs> is getting a nine to five? I no, not necessarily nine to five. You know, I wish I wish I worked nine to five. I work like 60, 70 hours a week. That's but too much, man. It is too much. But I mean, I have clients that are in like Australia and then some that are in like Tokyo. And so my calls are my meetings with clients are like five AM, six AM and then same day, ten a or ten PM, ten 11 p.m. So I take well, calls all day. Do you have a flexible schedule or do you have to be online for a certain amount of hours? No, I mean, they say like, you know, be available between eight and four. But if you have to take a meeting before that or after that, you got to do what you got to do. So if I take a call at like 6 a.m. and I have one coming up at 10 p.m., I'm going to take a couple hours off during the day, go to the gym, get get done what I need to get done. But for the most part that happens and then you get flooded with meeting requests and you're like okay shit so it looks like i'm not going to the gym today 
and I'm going to take meetings all the way through. So it's all you police yourself. You have to, otherwise you burn out. How do you like just de-stress? Usually the gym, but that's the first thing that gets cut out, you know, because I'm like, well, no time to go because it's 20 minutes to get there, 20 minutes back. So there's almost an hour. My workout's like an hour and a half. So I literally have to pull two hours out of my day to go. It's, it gets cut a lot. I mean, I'm a big fitness freak. I didn't realize how much it was like, I I actually needed it recently because I was, I worked there too. So like when I get off work, it's like, go work out. But then it's like, you don't really feel like working out when you get off work. So it was like trying to have that initial, like, let me get right to it. Cause once I start doing it, I start feeling better. But then like I did a, like a, I think almost five hours of cardio. Like I did it from like 4.30 AM to like 10.30. Um, that's about six, I would say. Oh man, about six. Um, and I felt so fucking good. Like my eyes, just everything felt, I felt like Biden did recently where he had that blood vessel pop in his eye. You just see like blood overtaking his eye. I literally felt so relaxed to a point where I felt like someone took a warm blanket and just tossed it over me. And I had to be like freezing cold, but my thoughts weren't there. I felt resetted. I watched all of squid games. I, I just, I felt like a whole different person. I was like, dude, you don't realize like what that actually does with you. I know it's like, the, I want to capture that feeling in a bottle and put it in like a freaking uh, air freshener. I got forever raspberry in my uh, bathroom as an air freshener. I would love to have gym endorphins as one as well too. Gym endorphins would be the best, but you know, it's time to change out that air freshener, right? It's November 1st, which means it's pine tree season. I can't handle that shit. No, no, <laughs> no. Come on, man. It's the holiday season. I, I've already blasted Mariah Carey once this morning. That's crazy that you said that because I had so many people putting up memes of like the only time they ever dust off Mariah Carey is for this. I'm like, I would dust her off any day of the week. I would dust that every day. I love me some Mariah Carey. That's like my dream girl. Oh, yeah. All I want for Christmas is Mariah Carey. You're a Christmas guy, though. You got to be my Christmas. If the show continues past 11, you'll be my one of my Christmas episodes. Definitely have to. I'll be sitting here with my eggnog, my Mariah Carey sweater. Good to go. You have a Mariah Carey sweater? Maybe. Your last one said like Rudolph something on it. It said something Ru- like in the Christmas. Uh, it was uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Gaines deer. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's been a full freaking year. What have you, what's, what's been going on? Give me the lowdown. I've been doing the same shit. I mean, for the most part, I have to just work and uh, went through some family drama, uh, you know, back in July. So kind of fell off the gym train for a couple months and trying to get back into it. (laughs) Why didn't you ever go down the power lifter route? Because I like my abs. Okay. I didn't want to just eat junk food and be strong. I kind of wanted some aesthetics to go with it, but you know, who's a good person to follow and kind of look at how they train and their philosophy with it is Ross Edgley. He swam all the way around Great Britain, took him like 1700 days or something. He swam all the way around Great Britain without ever touching land. And he's built like a bodybuilder slash power lifter, but he does these endurance things where it's like, he, he did a, a, mar- or a yeah, marathon, 26 miles, pulling a car behind him. Jeez, he did a, he did a triathlon with a 100-pound tree on his back. 
the, the way you just said that to me is like when I tell people I did like six hours of cardio or something, people go like, how the fuck? And I'm like, it's not hard, but I think you work at your limits. I just think everyone's like roof or their ceiling for what their limits are is different on whatever. Like, do you have anything throughout your whole entire life that you want to accomplish one thing that's like a goal in your mind that's like not like a wealth goal or not like a money goal, but like a fucking giant thing that would make people like Amelia Earhart. You have any Amelia Earhart goals besides crashing and being lost forever? That's a pretty good goal. I used to, and I was serious with it too. In my in my twenties, I was like, I want to do, I want to climb Everest. <laughs> and then I looked at the the prices that people pay to climb Everest. It's like seventy to a hundred thousand dollars just to climb it. Yeah, because you got to pay a Sherpa. And I just thought of you just gave me the best idea for careers being a Sherpa. Do it. I don't think I can handle the cold though, man. See, I love the cold and they don't use oxygen and their, their outfits that they wear. Yeah. They've been wearing them for thousands of years over there, but it is not like the new stuff that is, you know, omni heat technology or anything. It's just their Sherpa jackets and they're out there doing it. I always wanted to climb Everest. I think the reasonable goal now is to just do a triathlon within the next couple of years. Definitely not in shape for it right now, but <laughs> that's a goal. I think it's all about really your endurance though. I don't think, cause I just, a, a past guest of mine who's lost a bunch of weight, just did one of his first triathlon things. He really freaking enjoyed it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like running like that. I'd only do it to burn calories. If it's going to be for certain contexts, I need to be watching it. I, my mind goes all over the place, man. Like I can't just do one task. I have to do like 50 other. Dude, run the triathlon while you're playing a game on your phone. <laughs> And then you, then you have a GoPro filming, you do the whole thing. You know how many? So you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I ran, I biked, I swam, and I finished two TV shows, played a game. Yeah. Doing the backstroke while you have Netflix loading up, you have your hand above water. You should do it. You know, that would go viral, bro. That would go viral. I could fucking sit on my couch and fart and it would go viral. True. But this combines your love of fitness. With going viral, you know, best of both worlds. Did you see, Um, I don't know, you know, you know who Tim Dillon is? Yeah. So he put up a long time ago that was retweeted about like the Tokyo Olympic Games or whatever. And um, it was, uh, he did a voiceover of one of the people announcing it and acted like, oh, announcer gets slip up off camera or off recording. And it's like him talking. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it was retweeted by like World Star Hip Hop. It was retweeted by like all these giant like um news sources saying Mike slip up, guy got fired, and it they didn't know it was the comedian. Then they had to retract everything. So recently, the one of the pilots for like Southwest or something is getting a lot of shit on the news because he talked about the mandates or he said some type of thing like "Let's go, Brandon." And so he just did a video for that. And I'm curious because this is before it all starts trending. So I'm waiting to see if this trends. But listen to this, right? Ladies and gentlemen, from the flight deck, this is your captain. Welcome to flight 315 from Houston to Albuquerque. Donald Trump is still the president. Uh, it is a reminder uh, to everybody here that we do have a federal mask mandate, which uh, uh, is for the uh, coronavirus, which does not exist. I am against it. And if you come up to the cockpit, which you can do because the door is open in violation of FAA guidelines, because I'm not afraid of nobody, uh, you'll see that I am not wearing my mask. I encourage you to not wear your mask as well. We'll have you on the ground pretty early today. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, started our initial descent to, to abide as a communist Chinese puppet. Flight attendants, uh, please prepare the cabin for arrival. We live in hell. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Albuquerque. We're just waiting for the gate right now. We should have a gate uh, opening up pretty soon. Uh, uh, hopefully, I'll see you all at the Capitol, if you know what I mean. God. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck. That's what I love is like, I don't know when this idea for people to be like Chappelle, like getting canceled or something. When did we expect our comedians not to be comedians? When did we expect our actors to do like political shit? Like Matthew McConaughey talking about running for governor of fucking Texas. And that affects you, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I hope he doesn't because he is the biggest sellout in the world. I call it now. He is. Everything he says is just, there's two sides of a coin. He says what he has to to maintain his image. And then other than that, he's typical Hollywood piece of shit. He just, he didn't used to be, but now he is. Like, even my wife, who's the hugest uh, Matthew McConaughey fan, is like, this dude is off his meds. Like, he's just insane. Do you, do you think someone came up to him and was like, we need you to run just to make sure, like, you see that thing that's going on with the one governor who staged all those things to make it look like a racist thing out in front of his butts. I think his name's Youngkin or something like that. Yeah. I think it, it is like that because no one likes our current governor, Governor Abbott. He's just, he's better than our mayor. Our mayor's just like Ted Cruz, who went down to Cancun during the Texas snowstorm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it has been a year since I've talked to you. Yeah, it's been. A uh, we had that. We had that giant snowstorm. Yeah. And so the you survived. Uh, thank God. Thank God. We had rolling blackouts. They call it that. People were out of power and water for like two weeks. And so the senator from here was like, "Well, I'm in it too. Like, I don't have power and it's cold or whatever." Next thing you know, there's pictures of him at the airport going to Cancun with his family, his daughter's uh, honeymoon or whatever. He left everyone here in Texas to be like, "Go freeze! I don't care." So then all the memes were, because his name's Ted Cruz. It was, uh, I'm just going to cruise on down to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I saw that. Yeah. Um, how, did, how did you handle that, man? I totally spaced out on that whole situation that was going on. Oh, man. I, uh, I had a fire on my porch, so you're not allowed to. But I'm like, we got no power, no water. And plus, you couldn't get from here to the gate. Who's going to say shit? No one. So I had wooden and stuff from when we went camping like weeks before that. And so I went out in my front or yeah, my front porch and I cut wood and I started a fire and then I cooked my food on the fire because it was so cold and we didn't have power. You could put just a bunch of snow in an ice box and put your meat in there, you know, your stuff that needs to stay cold and it stayed cold. It was like four degrees. And so then I just made a fire on the porch and then cooked my food over that. And I mean, it's the best we could do. Luckily, we, you know, me and Costco, we had food. We had plenty of food. So it was that and then just you know boiling drinking water because we had no water so we had to melt down snow and boil it and it was insane what is uh so like the first couple of days that was happening did you think it was like were you getting to that point where it was like any day it's going to come back on any day it's going to come back on any day we're going to get our power and stuff back and then when did you start to be like it's not coming back because i just recently i think during my first ever podcast episode out of all the ones i had the power went out in my whole entire like like part of like one part of my state and they were like i was calling but the whole everything just shut off mid thing and i was like what and then like i thought it was my house and then i checked the wi-fi connect connections and there was nothing but a person called chick-fil-a guest and it's just some random fucking network in the area but i was like how i was sitting there like it's going to be on any minute and then after an hour i was like it's 
probably not going to come on for a fucking while. And that's when I started trying to get like crafty and trying to find ways to be able to like keep my phone alive, you know, keep some basic things like the fridge wasn't working. We didn't have snow. It was, this was like last month. So it's still like 70 something degrees out. Yeah. It was, they told us it was going to be rolling blackouts. So like you would go without power for two or three hours because our grid was basically collapsing. They're like, we'll turn it off in this neighborhood for two hours. Here's a map of who's going to go through what outages when. Where we live, our power grid is only shared by us, a car dealership, and like a gas station. So our rolling blackout wasn't rolling. It just, they turned our power off because we weren't essential like a hospital or a police station or a grocery store. So we, we never is essential. I know, right? And so we, we didn't, anyway. we, we, right. So we didn't have any power. We weren't on the rolling blackouts by the fourth or fifth day. I'd been the fifth day. Our friends who bought a house up in Leander, which is like 30 minutes away, they share the power grid with a fire station. And they're like, we're losing power for like two hours. And then we'll have power for two hours. And they have a fireplace. They had a new pool. So you don't think about it like to flush the toilet. You got to put water in the back of it without power and water. So they just got a pool and their pool was full of water. So they're like, we'll just dump, dip from the pool, pour it in the back of the toilet. Wow. My brain went fun. somewhere else. I was like, you took a shit in the pool. I should have. <laughs> it was a brand new pool and it iced over. The ice was literally this thick. So four or five times a day, we were out there breaking ice in the pool. And the crazy thing is we were doing 75 hard during the snowstorm. So that's like two workouts a day, a gallon of water. One of the workouts has to be outside, no matter what. And, you know, some other things that are included in that program. And so we didn't skip anything. We went through the gallon of water a day. We worked out outside. It was, it was crazy. So you're doing like four miles of cardio in four degree weather. And this is Texas. We don't do four degree weather. When did, um, when did you lose hope? Like when was the official moment? Like how many oh. days? about five or six i was stubborn so i probably lost it at four but kept it going until six whenever we woke up and we're sleeping in sleeping bags in our bed and i look at the thermostat and the thermostat's showing like 30 degrees inside the apartment and i'm like i don't think we can do another day of this i don't remember if i sent you a message about like hey want to do a podcast if that happened to be the time that you were going through that i'm fucking sorry i did not know it was completely i didn't experience i didn't know what that experience was like because we weren't experiencing it it was so rough and i i'd been at my new job what like a few months at that point and so all of austin was out of power and most of the people that work in our office were in austin at the time and so we're just canceling meetings from our phone like hey you know there's a power outage and of course you get those people that are like, I don't care. Like figure it out. Like I want my meeting with you. What Good do you luck. want me to do? Good yeah. Luck. I can take the call on my cell phone. Sure. I can't pull up your account. I can't help you with anything. I can't see anything. Well, I still want my meeting. Okay, fine. Call me. Then they're like, well, what, what about this or that on their account? And I'm like, I don't know. What's it look like? I can't see it. <laughs> I have no way of looking at it. It was, it was crazy. Luckily we all got like a week off. They're like, take a week off like we'll deal with it when we come back if people don't understand and that they declared it a natural disaster here if people don't understand that whatever cool. and cool. so it was just stay alive 
the whole say, thing. I bet you now if a 9-11 situation happened, I guarantee to you people are going to be like, where are you at? It's like, well, our, we just had a giant – This I just lost like 10 people. It's like doesn't matter. I need you to be there. And We just had an ISIS threat recently, didn't we? We had a – yeah. I forgot where it is Virginia that had an ISIS threat or something like that. I'm I think like, it was they, Virginia. They told us like a, what a couple of months ago. They're like, oh yeah, and ISIS is back. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. They've been gone since 2014. You know, it's with that political stuff with the freaking Lincoln Project stuff. I don't believe it's actual ISIS. I think it's something complete. I think it's a bunch of people just trying to create up fear, do something to get their opinions across. But like we said, Matthew McConaughey. Did someone talk to him? I don't know what's real anymore because I don't think in a million years anybody would thought that so, they would try and slander somebody's image by uh, even the democrats the ones that were supposed to be like these people that are like we're pro your feelings now they're like fuck you we want to get our point across everybody's pro your feelings until they don't need you anymore and then it's like now we're just going to get our point across do what we say and then when it comes time to elect again we'll be like we care about your feelings we care oh about man your vote. That's what I care about is. your vote and your taxes. Well, I don't want. like it when people are like, it's the lesser of two evils, Biden or Trump. I'm like, you ever thought about going independent? Independent will never win. How do you know if you don't fucking vote them? Yeah, because they just they want to keep that Ferris wheel going. And it's like, I, I always used to say this. Well, I didn't say it in a derogatory way, but like working in a call center where it's just the same shit every day. And, you know, you complain and it's just like, well, you know, work harder, work harder and you won't be here. Work harder. It's like, you know what the sign said above Auschwitz? It said hard work will set you free. And that's kind of how I feel with politics right now is it's just, yeah, we know we're going to fucking cap all you people and we don't give a shit about you, but hard work will set you free. Keep going. Yeah, I just these ideas that like conspiracies is like, you know, conspiracy would be that the government actually cares about you. They don't care about you. They only care about you making them money. Like that's that's the only incentive for them. It's just people that have like I honestly think like I was looking at like a apocalypse scenario. If there was a true apocalypse. I'd be OK if I was one of those people that were taken out. But I feel like that's what it needs to be like when bills aren't the giant priority anymore, when life isn't all about money and then it's almost damn near impossible for a lot of people to survive. I was like, you really think about it when you get put in one of those like, you know, frost scenarios like you were put into, you start getting down. like, when did the primal thoughts start to sink in of like, we might have to go over to our neighbor's house and borrow something, or we might need to go over to our neighbor's house and take something from them. Even if it's like they're inside their house, they're not using whatever on their front porch. I got to use that. Yep, they have they have wooden chairs on the front porch and I'm running out of wood. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. It's like you start getting these thoughts and people think it would be like, I start to wonder how long if something like that happened everywhere, power went out for freaking a month or something. As far as you knew, the power was just gone in, inevitably. How long until you would start thinking about ways to survive and not caring about what the moral or ethical thing is to do? I think people would lie in general, people would last two weeks, tops. Two weeks tops may, you know, some of them, it would be day one where they're like, I'm going to be ahead of the curve and I'm going to get what I need. Other people I think would make it two weeks before it's like, I don't care about Susie. Who's in my PTA group. I'm going to go take Schiffmer. I think about two weeks for you the good people. You wouldn't care about any handicap parking. You'd be like, fuck him. He's a cripple. Anyway, he shouldn't be driving in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, you had two weeks basically. So like, was that, is that lucky that it all came back on? Do you think if it went like three or four, it would have got darker? It would have because just the lines to get into the grocery stores were hours long of people standing out in the cold, people fighting over, you know, water, anything. They had 
just any anything that you would want to eat you know like how fat people are pizzas and you know frozen meals all that stuff the shitty stuff for you all gone what i ran into was if you had to cook it yourself people are generally so fucking lazy that they won't so i had meat i had vegetables because ew vegetables i love meat meat me too meat and veggies good we never ran out of food because the only thing that was sold out was fucking fat people food you know your doritos doritos and bean dip and hold on a second look i've been eating cans of beans like just (laughs) opening up a can of bean is that fat people food is beans no anything just easy you know where it's like i can't cook you can't fat shame on my show you piece of shit (laughs) i'm just kidding but i was eating beans out of a can with like a spoon they're like the bean dip like you know the fritos bean dip yeah you know eighteen thousand calories for a quarter size serving yeah that's what was sold out was like bagel bites and anything that you could just pop in an oven and it's done fucking bagel bites god damn it well who makes them in an oven well sorry that would take too long for most people i know microwave i've only learned the microwave i was never allowed to touch the oven as a kid so i'm now an adult that barely knows how to use the oven ovens where it's at you were there when i was finally making chicken out of the oven after like 20 something years and you would hear the alarm go off in the background but i was eating i, I had a can of beans i opened it up and i was eating it with like beans out with a spoon i did feel like an animal but i was like god damn it if this is how homeless people live living train car to train car eating a can of beans i was like this ain't that bad see cans of beans are good and i you know cans of tuna cans i can do cans but like if you could find that at the store the only whenever they were fear-mongering and saying like everything is gone there is no food the only food that was out was like frozen meals and chips and candy bars. You could go to the store and buy vegetables all day long. You could buy meat. A lot of meat was gone, but like there was still plenty of meat for people to go around. It was well, just the prepackaged shit that was as gone. much as like the pandemic, like in the beginning, it seemed like there was going to be no fucking end to like it was just there was shit was about to start turning into mad max scenario everyone went to the store and got the shit that is gone first like that is always perishable the first item to expire there was the red meat scare when people got their stimulus checks and everyone it's like what happens if the power goes out then your freezer is not going to work for a lot of those things but this came to my head recently um a lady at my work she's a really nice lady but i hadn't seen her in a while and i was like what's um like you haven't been in the gym in a while what's going on she goes it's just so hard to get the energy to work out and i was like oh it's like you're going through some depression stuff and she's like no i have lyme's disease and i was like what and she's like i'm fatigued all the time i get sick i had to cut everything out of my diet now her personality is I go to Florida every weekend, go party at clubs, drink and eat at fancy restaurants, like $800 for a slice of cheese, that type thing. She goes, I had to cut out all the wine, all the margaritas. Oh my God, the cheese. And she's really nice. And I was like, I haven't had cheese in a long time. She's like, I would kill for a Gouda right now. I was like, so when can you eat that? She's like, I have to introduce everything back into my diet, but it's every 90 days she gets to try a new food to see what really affects her stomach. And Bro, she like, it's like someone killed her family. Like she was like in that position. I was like, I'm so glad that if the world ever does go to a Mad Max scenario, as long as I can get like a protein shake, which was like, that was even debatable. All the GNCs fucking shut down. So there's no G everyone comes into my work. Can I buy a protein shaker? Can I buy this? I'm like, Walmart has just completely recently at my Walmart remodeled everything because they're doing online shopping. Like it's most of the store now, but they morphed all the aisles in together to where the aisles before you could fit a cart and a cart. And then someone can maybe squeeze in the middle. 
Now it's just one cart. So it's like you're a fucking rat in a maze. And it's so hard because I'm like going and there's someone stocking shelves and I have to go all the way around, do a loop. And as I do that, he's moved over to my side. And I have to do the same fucking thing over and over again to the point where I just get aggressive. Like, can you just let me get through? I'm just trying to get the jello cups. That's all I want. <laughs> Man, introducing food back into your diet, though, so, so crazy, especially with like stomach issues, gastrointestinal issues. It's so crazy. And, you know, it's funny. You said it's like she lost her family. I'm part of the 75 hard Facebook group. And, you know, during that 75 days, there's no cheat meals, no alcohol, like no little handfuls of M&Ms type thing. And there's people on the group that they're like, as I type this, I am sobbing because like it has been four days since I have had my favorite candy bar. Like, I feel like I just can't go on. <laughs> what? I for, a, for a food item? Well, like Halloween was the other night and then uh, the party was for, I think they did it the day before and everyone was going out drinking and partying, dude. And then I guess they must've took all their kids out on Halloween and might've had some of their dad tax or mom tax candy wise. And then they all came into the gym. Like first thing when they open up this morning, I was like, oh my God, like nobody's ever here. First thing when it opens up, it's always just me. I get the whole gym to myself. And I have like, I wouldn't say I'm claustrophobic. But when I'm trying to lift and do bench press and there's three bench presses right beside me and they go to the one right beside me rather than the one over to the middle, then I have like 80,000 people walking in front of me, walking around me. I'm like, this is why I go so fucking early in the morning that I start getting like I turn into a psychopath. I'm like freaking the fuck out, like get away from me, get away from me. And it's not like I'm, I'm an asshole. It's just a fact of like I can't stand it when I have like 80,000 old people right beside me just lifting and like they put the, the curl bar behind their head and then they start leaning over like half bending and doing that to like train their back little part of the back. But it looks so awkward, but they'll do it right to where their crotch is like pointed directly at you. And I'm like, oh, my I, I had to get up and I was just I'm fucking done. And I just walked into the other room. I was like, I got to I got to get out of this space. Yep. Oh man, doing those good mornings. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking. Oh my god, <laughs> it's it's crazy because like I w the main point of that was for me. I don't have candy in my diet anymore. I don't get the cravings for because I haven't had it in forever. And then only thing I've been trying to kick recently was beans because because I was eating so fucking many of those and I was like I can't because I would whenever I do get sleep it's like a good 30 minute sleep or a 45 minute sleep I sleep in like bursts because I'm an insomniac so like it's rare for me to get that but I always wake up and I'm starving as hell so like I, if I do a podcast I can fast the whole time I, I don't have to eat because I'll be talking I'm already focused on something else but when I'm bored I get a little hungry and then I eat beans and I go to bed. I get these horrible ass nightmares. And I was like, I'm done with fucking beans. Cause when you wake up after you just ate something, you feel like shit. You literally feel like garbage. You're slowish. You're all this type of stuff. And so I was like, I'm going to cut out beans. And here's the snack I'm going to do jello. I'm going to burn 2000 calories on the elliptical, then only consume 300 the whole day. I'm like, that's going to be good. So I would get jello cups and eat those before bed. So I've been doing that. But then someone bought beans and then we have beans in our house. I'm like, fuck man. Like, it's just, it keeps sounding me. I just keep now coming I'm back eat to some beans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's already cold there. So you can make some chili, throw What's, all those beans in a crock pot. Yeah. Once I learn how to use the full part of the oven. Sure. But unless you can make it in the microwave, I, I was trying to make gelatin 
like I bought stuff to make gelatin and I was like, well, I, I want to make good gelatin. So I want to put protein powder in it and make like protein jello. And I was like, it's going to be good. I tried making it, dude. It's complicated as hell. I got more respect for people that make gelatin. They're like you got to put it in cold water, mix it, let it, let it grow is what they said. Cause it's got to like rise like a yeast. And then they're like, then pour hot water in it and then mix again and then chill for four hours. And I'm like, this is way more complicated than I thought. Yeah. That, I've never done it from scratch. Huh. It didn't go that out well. Be. I made one pan that was good. And then the other first initial pan would just came out like water. And I was like, I'm just gonna dump this out and just it's a dollar for four cups of jello. I eat a cup of jello a day. That's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. Huh. But you look like an asshole buying jello cups. You do. You do. You look like a piece of shit. I was literally buying them at the register and someone's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, what? Like, do you have stomach cancer? I'm like, fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Oh God. See, that's why you just have to mix it in with your Doritos and your, Uh, and your bean dip. You know, there's a, that's what the fucking fruit salad is, right? Not like the fruit salad of like, they would put like jelly beans, mayonnaise, all that, like, how I met your mother where the guys make it the Erickson salad. And it's like yeah. 10 layers of just shit. I can't stand Mayo. I can't do any of that shit. <laughs> what about a uh, liverwurst since we just left October and it was Oktoberfest time liverwurst. Have you ever had it? I don't think I've ever had the worst, bro. Gotta have liverwurst. I think I had pickled herring. No. Oh, yeah. If that's not that bad, it's just the smell. The smell is a fucking pain. Yeah, I'm going to get some and make my wife try it this year. Pickled herring. I don't think I think um, because I used to have family Thanksgivings at my um, one grandmom's house and they used to she always used to like make a bunch of food. I would I'm the type of person I will try new things. But if I'm hungry, I just want to eat what I know I like, which is like I'll get a little bit of turkey, tiny bit of mashed potatoes, and then maybe a little bit of corn or something. And that was it. A small plate of that because fitness guy I was not really Thanksgiving and those holidays used to be a pain in the ass when I used to like restrict to nothing because then you're always around it and then you just crave it. But I remember I tried green bean casserole, the mac and cheese, which I hate mac and cheese. I like the sound it makes when you put a spoon in it, but I fucking hate eating it. And um, then my first pie was like when I was 20, I had my first pie and I was like, this is fucking amazing. But I'm like, I get why people become like obese because this food is fucking delicious. It's like if anybody has a quiche around me, I love eggs, but I'm dairy sensitive. So if I eat eggs, I'm fucking killing everybody in the room. Yeah, quiches are amazing. I love all the holiday food, but, you know, try to restrict it so you don't become super obese. But, man, holidays like Thanksgiving, the stuffing, the green bean casserole, love it. And then turkey. Oh, I go through some turkey. And then you make the the gravy with the, uh, oh, what is it? You cut up part of the, what is it, the neck? can't remember what you put in the gravy. Giblet gravy? Yeah. Don't ask me. I don't know. My Thanksgiving and Christmas traditions always shrimp, and that's it. Crab cakes. Crab cakes. You live in Maryland. You get crab cakes for cheap. Well, I don't eat, like, hard meats anymore. I haven't had it in so long. My stomach – I have digestive issues. So when it comes to eating, like, heavy foods like that, I can't – like, I've been on a liquid diet for, like, the longest time besides, like, beans – and you can just mush those up in your mouth. And then I'm a, I'm a sucker for cereal, dude. When Kellogg's went on their fucking strike, I was like, God damn it, this affects me. They were they were in Texas, weren't they? Kellogg's? 
that where that strike was? I think that was in Texas. I thought it was Michigan. Was it? I'm probably wrong. Well, when I suit, when oh, I oh, Frito, um, Frito is who uh, I was thinking. Okay. They're in, they're in Texas. They're all the same shit. Yeah, I did, the Frito one didn't bother me because I don't eat chips. So I bet you, like with Disney and or with Marvel and DC, and then with Burger King and McDonald's, I bet you it's the same guy that just made those companies. So that it would seem like, are you red versus blue? It's the same shit. It's like what I relate to the Illuminati is like they probably the the Democrat and Republican. It's probably one guy just like fucking both my teams are fighting. Which dog's gonna get the bone? Yeah, but either way, I get paid. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, it is like that, too. But I mean, even like with with retail, you know, what I've noticed in what I do for a living, they're starting to run the holiday sales and stuff earlier just to make more money off of it. So it's like we sell this, say, you know, Christmas beer in December. People want it all year round. So what if we start selling it in October? then we can kind of extend the desire for it. And so what I noticed like at my liquor store, and like I said, I, I work in e-commerce, people are like, fuck it, this sells out every year. So our sales go through the roof. Let's start selling it two months early and see if it still happens. And sure enough, it does. We're sold out, we were sold out of Christmas beer in end of October, like middle of October. And like Oktoberfest beers went on sale in fucking August. And we're sold, a lot of them were sold. We're sitting here talking about what happens in two weeks as people lose their minds when the whole thing shuts down. What about on the one day where they do a Black Friday sale and people literally stomp on other people's heads? Our Walmart is now doing the Black Friday sale. They're not waiting till the day of doing it. Everything's out on the floor and the sales are as low as it's going to get. It's not going to be a special day. I'm like, that's what I you want to know. An issue with retail is they let that happen. They made it an event seeming like it's like when you when you see the thing say two for one, you're like, oh, my God, it's six dollars. It's like because original price when it's not on sale is three each. So it's technically the same thing. But you see that yellow fucking sticker and that red lettering that's telling you buy this. It's on sale. All these retail stores. I get it. It's incentivizing people to buy more shit to sell more shit. I'm not mad at you for that. What I'm mad is that you make us look like fucking animals when you do that shit. You make pe people could just go into a ravaged state when they see a sale. There's old shows where you know in a shoe store women were hitting each other in the head with like fucking elbows and like heels and digging it into their eyes like fuck you motherfucker i don't buy my Versace, and then just losing their shit and yep. it's like they like you to watch, watch those? that what do you stores? watch this yeah like every year like after black friday the youtube compilation of it where it's like the fights from the stores oh my god it didn't happen last year. I'm hoping the pandemic really kind of like ever since that it's almost two years now, ever since that situation has gone down, there has been just a giant change in the way people don't really do the same. Like Walmart's not 24 hours anymore. There was no black Friday last year. The year before that, I had friends that were sending me Snapchats, like just bought this TV for this price. And I'm like, I'm not going there. I'll go there the next day. They'll still have it for the same price. Yeah, the, people will be hiding games and shit. That's the fun part is you can find the deals that people hid for the next day. Ha ha, mine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want it, but now I'm going to buy it just so when I'm fucking looking for it, pouring down, there. pulling down my stomach cancer jello and I see a fucking game for like 20 bucks that's usually $80. I'm like, oh, someone's trying to hide this thinking nobody buys those. Mine. mine. <laughs> well, and that's part of it, though, with the, like you said, Walmart doing the same deal all week. That's been the shift since the pandemic is people are like, we make such good money on that day. 
let's see if we can extend it a week, like that same sale, but all week or for two weeks and make the same amount of money, but for that two weeks. So your profits, your average order value goes way up. So that's the mentality behind it. Cause I have clients who are starting their black Friday sales like next week. And I'm like that early. And they're like, yeah, we make such great money with our black Friday sales, cyber Monday. We're just going to run it all month. And so it works. It worked last year where more people were buying it because they saw that fucking sign black Friday special and it's the beginning of November. And so more people buy for a longer period of time. It works. I wish our priorities weren't focused on that. I wish it was focused on something else. Yeah. Like eating cancer jello. Not even anything food. Maybe like they had the beagle thing with Fauci trending for a matter of like two hours. And then next thing you know, it's which is your favorite Chex Mex out of this container of Chex Mex? Is it this piece? Everyone's putting up their favorite piece. I'm like, fuck you, society. Fuck you. This is why I'm all upset at the world is because you're shit. You're shit. Yes. <laughs> it, it is crazy just to see the paradigm of like shopping and advertising and all that of what's important, what's not. I mean, as long as I can pay my bills, eat what I want to eat and work out, enjoy my life. That's all I care about. <laughs> if you, if you could, if you knew that it was your last day and you could choose one food to eat, just go into the store, something you haven't had in forever, something you can grab from the store, what would it be? Oh man. I know egg, you probably have eggnog is eggnog is one of them for, for the drink. Okay. Drink my final eggnog. And then for food, Captain Crunch. Really? Probably, Just, ca- probably Captain Crunch. You haven't had that in a long time or something? Oh, like a decade. Yeah. Is it because it rips up your mouth too much? Yeah. And I, I haven't had cereal in like a decade. For uh, breakfast. That's, that's so foreign eat, to me. Yeah. For breakfast, I eat usually every morning. It's like eggs, some sort of protein, like meat and oatmeal. I, I eat the same thing every day. There's this um kid in my he had a nickname in like an elementary school. His name's Spitz. And what he would do is he had this weird thing is why he got the name Spitz is he would just take the tops of mu- muffins, just take them and eat those and he would leave the rest of the muffin. It's like you would go to get a muffin at like that would laid out when you go to lunch because before Corona, nothing was covered up. They just everything was out in the open. You get a booger here, fucking hair there. Um, and this kid would just take the tops of the muffins. He's a little bit challenged. So nobody said anything to him. You just take the tops of the mu- muffins and put them on his tray and then walk out. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's just it's the weirdest shit. But like, it's the stuff you remember when you're little, man. Like I used to I see so many people now that used to be like, I mean, I got better looking from elementary school. I was like an obese little kid. And then I got a six pack and then everyone started liking all my photos and fucking messaging me. And um, then I I saw, I remember when I was a kid, there was a girl I was dating at the time in like fourth grade. And I didn't even know what dating was, dude. I was a year behind everybody. I was just like, apparently I have a girlfriend. She, you know, she wrote her name on my hand. That's my girlfriend, I guess. I don't know. And um, then I remember two girls were fighting over me. I was like, what the f-? like now I look back and I was like, dude, the this dumbest amazing. shit. That bi- that fucking lady is a doctor now. I almost said that bitch. Thank God I didn't say that. But I was like, that la- I censored myself good. I was like, that bitch. Um, I say it with love. People go like you use you could have called that person a bitch. I was like, I say it with love. When I'm being serious, I'll call Fauci a fucking bitch. Um sometimes I'm a bitch. Everyone's a bitch at times. You know, it happens. Just can't say the C word. 
Oh man, you I almost did. That's a fucking, you can, I don't care if you do it, but that's a trigger word for so many people where it's like, I'm like, it's just a fucking word. Everyone's like, you stupid. And then you say it and like the whole fucking air gets sucked out of the room. I've done it before in like with people around me and they're like, oh my God, you can't say that. You know what I say? Stop being a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm back. Like, if you look back when I was first like talking to a lot of Australian people, they would use that word. Like it's nothing. I'm like, hang on. Can you go back to what you just said? They're like, what? And I was like, you said the four letter word. One starts with a C. It's like, it it would be a job in a football, you know, a punt, but you will use the. Yeah. Yeah. I have clients that they'll, they'll say, cause I have Australian clients. And they're trying to get something to work or whatever. And they're like, oh, stop being a... I'm like, mm. okay. And now we're going to pivot from that conversation to something else where you don't drop that word, maybe. <laughs> Do you have any words that if you that affect you, that hurt you? Not really. Yeah. They're just, just words to uh, just sounds out of your mouth to elicit a response. What was that? I was from uh, Roadhouse, Patrick Swayze. When someone's like, what if someone calls my mom a whore? He's like, is she? They're just wor- or they're just noises that come out of your mouth to elicit a response. Nothing really bothers me. Hmm. I'm trying to think if I have any trigger words. I don't think I have any words that really like get me like to because I don't like giving anything that much power over me. Like I'm I've been getting a lot of headaches the past couple of days because um I've been kicking coffee. And no. I'm starting to notice my body's like, you need fucking just go. You just need something hot. And I'm like, all right, I'll get some hot water. Like, no, we need something hot. It's brown water. And I'm like, shit water. They're like, no coffee. We need coffee. <laughs> shit water. Yeah, sometimes it is warm. I, you know, I, with I all the hot sauce something. I eat, man, oh, I, sometimes I, that snowstorm was great because I could wipe my ass with a snowball. <laughs> Dude, I haven't had hot sauce probably since the time we talked. I had to lay down on it. My stomach was same giving me issues. Like not to get too gross, but like blood. Oh, okay. Jeez. And I'm like, no, no. I I cool I cooled it way down after that. Just I was like enough. burning stomach too. Burned for days. They have ulcers? I think so. Oh you didn't check? No. I'm fine. Until <laughs> it happens again, and I'm gonna be like, I need to go to the doctor. Okay, let's go. No, never mind. I'm fine. I was, um, since I have digestive issues, I was like going through like the, the uh, stomach, whatever issues and, um, the Walmart, they have that whole aisle. That's all about like stomach. Uh, you know, if you have this, it's where I find my jello too. So there's another reason people go, Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, but I was walking through the aisle and I was looking and I was like, it, there's like a bunch of like a whole assortment for stuff for hemorrhoids. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I, I never, I don't think I've ever had one of those. And then, like, people go, you would know if you had one. And I was like, what is it? Like, I was like, is it common? Like, oh, it's very common. I get them, like, once every couple of weeks. I'm like, like, what? Like, is that normal? Yeah, everyone gets them. I'm like, I don't fucking think so. I don't, I've never heard of that before. But it's like, it's weird because for some people that, like, digestive issues for me, when I'm like, I haven't gone to the bathroom in, like, a month and a half. They're like, what? And I'm like, I haven't. And that's normal. Like, I'm normally understanding that now. And they're like, that's not normal. And I'm like. Oh, because this is part of my reality now. Your reality is something completely different. Your reality is that once a month or once every couple of months, you bleed out of the tip of your dick. That's normal for them. And I'm like, that's not fucking normal, man. No, I have I have a friend who they go number two, like once a week. They're like, yeah, something must be wrong. Like I went twice this week. I'm like twice this week. Yeah. 
I'm a solid four times a day kind of guy. I wish I, can set, I used I to can be. Set, I can set my watch by it. I'm like, oh, yep, there you go. It's 1135, 1137. I used, to, I used to think that was weird. I used before my digestive issues, I used to be like exactly at the same time every day. And then even with the time change, it would t- change with the time change. Like exactly on the hour, I would have people text me like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, why? Like you ran to the bathroom. I was like, this is just how I go to the fucking bathroom, running down the fucking thing. And I remember I was sitting, I was talking to my grandpa about it. And my grandma goes, we're at like a fucking seafood dinner, dude. Like at a nice ass restaurant. She just goes, he does the same thing. And my grandpa was like, yo, it's a genetic thing. And he fucking high fives. He was like, wait, so most people get like height or like really good basketball athletics or some type of genetic gift that makes you a professional athlete. But we get a shit time. He goes, yeah. And every hour it changes, right? I'm like, exactly. He goes, yeah, that's, that's me and you, buddy. That's me and you. Yep. We got a shit schedule. I was like that's fucking he's like you could no he's like you're thinking about it like that's the worst ability ever but imagine you can plan your whole fucking day yes, around that we'll be out with friends like at a bar and they'll be like hey so let's go over here now and i'm like hold on uh let's give it like 15 minutes because in five and a half minutes i gotta go to the house hey good on you for finishing in 10 if i'm out i can finish in 10 otherwise i take my 20 minute breaks every time i try and rush it i can't Oh no, it comes out. Okay. At that particular time, there is no stopping it. I could be, I could be, I could be walking down the aisle at the grocery store, and I'm like, either I go right now or I go right now. <laughs> See, I used you to be. I used to be the opposite where I had to like take Pepto to be able, cause I would get nervous. My anxiety would kick up and I'd have to go really bad, but then it just went the complete opposite. My doctor's like, you can't do hot sauces anymore. I was like, why? Like, cause it's just, it's, it's bad for you on your, on your intestines until you're able to be like healthy with it. And I'm like, so what, what's the thing? She goes, I think it's stress. I'm like, but I don't feel that stress. Like Robbie, you're fucking, you're stressed. Like everyone can tell you have a psychopath behind your head. And I'm noticing that after that gym thing, I, like I started to realize, like I've had so many moments where I could have easily just pulled the fucking OJ on people. I don't know if it's me or if it's like because I had my, uh, a doctor tell me I think it's just you because I told him about a specific scenario. And you, you, you fucking listen to this, ready? I'm walking out of Walmart. I'm walking, and a car backs up, and I mean, not looking, just rips out. Back of their car hits me right in the shoulder and like fucking spins me. Basically, I'm like, what the fuck? And the person there was no car in front of them they could have just drove forward and left but instead they wanted to back out like an idiot you don't just drive forward when there's no cars in front of you and you're in a parking lot you just could easily go fucking hits me like backs up then goes forward and does that and then just leaves not not never no i'm sorry none of that and i fucking was like go fuck yourself is that me being a bad person or is that that person being an asshole this is that person being an asshole not paying attention probably staring at their phone or thinking about what they're going to order at mcdonald's but my fucking uh, doctor was like, and when did this happen? I was like, last week. And they're like, and you're still thinking about it? I was like, yeah, because it pissed me off. Yeah. I hold on to shit for a while. Okay. But then again, maybe I'm not the best person to ask. <laughs> I just like to put all my deep hate into a cellar and wait till it all boils out on somebody. Yeah, me too. I, I always tell my wife, I was like, you know, one of these days I'm going to say fuck it. I'm going to let all my demons out to play. You got a big, you got a couple big ones in there. I got a couple big ones in there. Any ones that you're just ruminating on waiting for the wrong person to say, I'm wondering what that trigger is going to be for you, man. It's usually people at the grocery store who don't say, excuse me. No one says, excuse me anymore. No. So they'll like hit your arm with their cart. And one time it hit my funny bone on my elbow. And I was so close to just fucking flipping his cart. 
Like there, pick your shit up. And I, dude, like, I was looking at it like this. You're like, it hit my funny bone. I was like, I could just imagine you being so angry, but you're laughing because it hit your funny bone. And you're like, oh, ha, 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 you're like, oh my god, this dude's a fucking psycho. Yeah, I push people's cards sometimes. Like if they won't move it, and I'm trying to get by, and they just look, give you that deer in the headlights look. I'll just walk by and push their cart. Like get the fuck out of my way. I think the one time I actually snapped on somebody in a store was because I was walking in flip flops since I live in a beach town, and someone ran their fucking heel. Oh, I'm, like my cart all the way up my fucking heel, dude. And I mean, ripped the whole skin of it. Like it was bleeding like bad. And I, I'm not the type that uses a band aid. So I'm fucking walking. And my foot's just bleeding every time I take a step. And I'm like, I'm going to, they're going to fucking be able to track me from my bloody footprint all the way to the murder scene in your fucking minivan because you just yep. hit me in the back of the fucking cart, dude. But this person, like they're looking at their phone and they looked at me like I was the one that was in the wrong. Like, why'd you stop? I was like, why did I? Yep. Do you not notice the line of fucking people in front of me? You're not looking up from your device. And it's like that. I think maybe grocery stores. No wonder there's always accounts of someone getting shot in a grocery. That's why the baby killed somebody in a fucking Walmart. There's that aggression that happened. You don't know. You just want to slam somebody's head under this price scanner. Like fucking scan this. Yeah. Oh, dude, I hate grocery stores. Just, you know, common decency and using manners. People don't do that anymore i still hold doors open for people i'll say excuse me people hit you now in a grocery store and just look at you like oh i don't know what i'm doing with my life good lord how do you tie your fucking shoes that's why i go i do everything super early in the morning i will not go out in the middle of the day to go get groceries i have to go first thing in the morning because i just i spent all i think i got home around like eight in the morning yesterday after doing a couple hours of cardio and I was just fucking like, I'm going to go to the store and get some of my stuff. I might get some canvases to paint again because I was like, I don't have any canvases. So that means I'm done painting. The hobby's fucking out the window. I'm done with that. Um, but I was, I went to a Dollar Tree. I was like, all right, I'm going to get some toothpaste. I'm going to get some mouthwash. going to do all this type of stuff. It's cheap there. It's a dollar. I, I'm leaving and I see somebody like walk about to walk into the store. I was like, well, I'll go out before them. I'll speed up a little bit, go out before them and I'll hold the door open for them. As I'm going out the door, they are also walking in instead of using the other door they walked in. And I mean, I had to move like this to like, if you're going to inch by an aisle and the person just walked right, like try to walk through me. And I was like, what? And then the person behind them was like, oh, thank you, sir. I was like, you're fucking welcome. Like I was just, that was the, you're normal, but that person's not. That person's an asshole. Yeah. I was going to drop the C word again just to mess <laughs> with you. <laughs> she had that lemon uh, lemon style haircut, like the Judge yep. Judy hair. Yep. Nah, you, you can tell whenever you look at someone. I don't care what you say. You can. You look at someone, you're like, that person. Nah, that person. <laughs> That's why there's a word Karen, and I don't think anybody's ever going to name their kids Karen after that. No, I met a, another Karen, like a legit Karen. A uh, friend of ours was like, this is my friend, Karen. And I was like, and that's the last word I'll be saying tonight. I don't want you to speak to my manager. I've met one and she's been on my show a couple of times. She's very, very nice. I was like, I'm sorry about your name. She's like, yeah, it does suck, doesn't it? And I was like, yeah, but it's, there's a look. There's the look of like the black rim glasses and then like the, the, the flat bowl bang haircut. And it looks like a lampshade. And it's like, I've every, ever there, the one in my third grade, uh, teacher, she had that haircut, not my new, uh, my last one, but I had two third grade teachers. I switched schools. Cause the one was putting me in a, this back before they knew what mental mentally challenged was. They didn't know what ADHD was. So they thought that was mentally challenged. 
she was the one that always sent me out of class to get me locked into a room with no fucking windows, only a door. And it's in a white room. Just They forgot about me one time, forgot to give me lunch. And they were like, at the end of the day, they're like, oh my God, we forgot about them. And they gave me a lunch tray. Like, hey, don't tell your uh, parents about this. And I didn't fucking remember it until like later towards my high school years. I was like, oh my God, that did fucking happen. God. Yeah. I, I'm so glad we're not in school anymore, though. You couldn't imagine going through school nowadays. See those video, world star videos and stuff and kids just beating the shit out of each other too yeah i think it was always like that i just don't think they it had was the, they don't have the technology to record back then yeah i don't it just seems more violent now like we've never i got in fights but like i never tried to stomp on someone's head like you know you can mess them up permanently if you stomp on their head <laughs> see i didn't i don't know how it might just be foreign to you but it's not foreign to me because my town, I didn't realize I was doing a murder podcast with a buddy of mine. He was like, I want you to do my show. He's like, think of a murder from your town and come on my show and talk about it. I was like, all right, sure. And I, I started looking up, dude, there's been some fucking horrors that have happened in this fucking town. And we were trending, I think, three times during this past uh, couple of months. One was for Fourth of July. We had a firework truck explode be way before the fire was supposed to go off. And I was like, did someone die? They're like, nobody was injured, thank God. And I was like, damn it, I kind of want to see like an arm like on the ground. Yeah. But um, then we were trending twice for cop issues. And people are like, this is what's wrong with the police. Fuck the police. Ocean City's trash. And I'm like, first of all, it's it was a, a kid getting tasered. The kid apparently threw one of the cops bikes because the cop was like a younger kid, same age as the guy. Um, and then the kid, uh, the cop tasered him like probably should have been a little bit like, hey, talk to the kid rather than just fucking taser him. But then people took that video and then like and then they have another video of him kneeing, uh, from a different angle, kneeing him in the head. Dude, the fucking the time of day was different. One was like first thing in the morning. The other one was like right in the afternoon, like the sun was down and there's like a whole fucking different person on the ground. But nobody noticed that they were just like, fuck it. It's the police. They're terrible. Yeah. And I'm like, I started looking through my town. The worst incidences we've ever or the worst incidents we ever had was it was a 60 minutes episode uh, to a couple from Virginia uh, met a couple at Secrets where a family a member of mine works and um went back to like a hotel room they dismembered that couple and then fucking dropped their body parts all around town in different trash bags and it was a 60 minutes episode it's like our most famous one but then every like i remember doing jet skis and every single summer there was someone that got killed by a boat like they would get chopped up by a boat uh one girl fell asleep on the beach drunk and the one of the sand beach combers the one with the giant rakes ran her over and they found her fucking arms sticking out of the sand and i was like oh my god i didn't like it's Cause I was thinking about this cause I wanted to move. And I was like, I, I could never imagine like going to fucking Michigan or going to Texas and trying to survive there. I don't think I would fit in cause I'm a beach guy. So it's like trying to fit in in Texas. Everyone's got guns. I'm like, Oh my God, this is so fucking nuts to me. But then I, I started to look, I was like, wait a minute. I think this is all became normal to me. Cause as crazy as it sounds to everybody else, I'm like, yeah, we're used to people getting drunk on their fucking boat on the lake and killing somebody like that's just fucking normal. It's like Dick Cheney shooting somebody in the head, hunting quail. Like it's fucking normal. That Dick Cheney shot. Yeah. Side of the face with a shotgun. Yeah. That would suck. Get peppered right on the side of the face. And Oof. quail are like a foot fucking tall. So you got to punt that fucker in the air. And then shoot the hit someone in the face. Like that's like that's like the campaign where Will Farrell just gets shot in the leg with an arrow. The dude just gets out of his car and shoots him right with a crossbow. Yep. 
Oh man. I prefer that to be honest with you. Yeah. I would probably prefer that. I just wish you knew who the evil was. Like, it's so crazy now to see, like, there's an old video that I have to send you resurfaced a couple of times I've mentioned, but it's Kerry Mullis. And he's talking, he's the guy who invented the PCR test. Well, there's an interview of him from 1993 talking about Fauci. And he was like, I don't trust a fucking word that guy says. He doesn't know shit about science. He's a fucking mouthpiece that reiterates. And everything he says about the EcoHealth Alliance, Peter Dazag, all these people that are getting in trouble now, he said in 1993 during the AIDS pandemic. And it's like a two-hour video, and it's so fucking eerie because it's just him wearing like a a rainforest cafe shirt. He's just normal in his house on a wood chair, like your grandparents would have in their house. And he's just sitting there fucking talking about science because people don't care about what you say. Even if you're a scientist, my mother does not trust anything I say about her health issues because I'm her son. I, I can never be a scientist to her. I'm her son, but she'll trust her doctor who tells her that she can rub tomato juice on her fucking skin. And it's like, you start like listening to this and everything he said has came true today. Where it's like, fuck, man, like back in 1993, he's talking about how all these corporations had money funding by these corporations. And then now we're seeing it on the TV now. And he died right before the pandemic. History repeats itself. Like, ah, it's fucking nuts to me where I'm like, this is like the if, if there are aliens watching us right now. If there is a fucking uh, a spirit dimension where our ancestors are watching us, they must be enjoying a shit ton of popcorn watching this fucking crazy ass reality television show go down. They do, man. If if they're watching, it's it's like, man, look at this shit show. It's like how you watch reality TV shows and you're like, these people are just fucking nuts. That's what they're doing. We're their reality TV show. I think because five years ago or 10 years ago, like when Jersey Shore first started popping off, it was crazy to see someone get drunk on the middle of the beach. Then that became normal. And then it was crazy to see someone jump on top of a car and take a hat rack and start bashing in someone's windshield. Then that became normal. Now it's like there are psychopaths that my fucking neighbor, for instance, part of the reason probably why I have a headache is he had a new, he has a new dog and every, like, I think it's like four months old now. Every and it's it's not a young dog. It's it's like a probably two year, three year old dog, but he's only had it for four months and it's a pit bull. And all it does is bark its fucking ass off at nine o'clock at night. It did it from nine thirty last night till one a.m. to the point where I opened up my back window and I was about to take my airsoft gun and fucking light this dog up in the foot, dude. I, not the head, just the foot, or shoot near it to where it freaks it out. But then he brought his dog inside. But like everyone in the whole neighborhood has walked over and be like, dude, shut your fucking dog up. How are you? able to leave your dog outside and let it bark like that it's like kids that whine in a store and the mother just walks away like get them the fuck out of the store man yep i agree man uh, it, I, there's nothing worse like here in texas you can go to a, a brewery which it's a bar but it's not right they just serve beer and it's like a tasting room since it's not a 51 percent establishment and they don't sell hard liquor you can bring your kids in with you what? So if you go to a brewery here, like on a weekend, there's more fucking kids than there are adults of age to drink. And you're talking four or five year olds. And it's just mommy and daddy sitting at a table getting fucking wasted, letting their kids run around. It's like, so this is normal now. I would like three kids. If I was going to have kids, I'd want three. But then I see like, there's a guy that comes to my gym and he has seven and they're all like under the age. I think he's got a set of twins. Then he's got like a seven-year-old and he's got a, like every year he had a kid. And I was like, 
how the fuck do you do it, man? And he's just at this moment where like, you see that he has nothing left inside of his body, like just soul wise. But the dude is ripped. Like he's just like, I go to the gym every day, but he drops him off at the free healthcare for like, or healthcare uh, daycare for two hours. And I'm just looking at him. I'm like, man, you look like you're beaten and broken. I'm like, and where's your wife? And he goes, she's a stay at home mom. And I'm like, what do you do for a living? He's like, I own a corporation. I'm like, what corporation? He goes, it's like some electric company or something like that. And I'm like, do you, like, do you ever get to like be home? And he goes, yeah, but I, I try to go to the office as much as I can. And I was like, I fucking bet. I fucking bet. Yep. <laughs> the gym is his only time to himself. That's why he's jacked. I always fucking remember when I used to run outside when my, or I'll look through my window and see my dad pull up in the driveway. I'm like, dad's home, dad's home. He's been going all day. And I'm like fucking losing my shit. And then fucking, I mean, I'll have to be a five or six. So it's a normal thing to do. I wasn't like an idiot or anything like that. Um, but then I would be like, I would wait at the door and I'd be like, where's dad at? And I know he was sitting in his fucking car, like listening to the radio, like, I don't want to go inside. Yeah, finally a moment. <laughs> Me and my brother beating the shit out of each other, and then all the fights are going. And that's a, a past guest of mine, um, Casper, a good friend. He told me he goes, you know why? Like dads were always upset when they would like, you know, they'd have to lay down the law when they get home because a bunch of shit would happen. He goes, when I was a kid, I would do something bad, and my mom would say, wait till your dad gets home. Then my dad would get home, like, hey everyone, happy to see me, and we were all afraid of him. So every day he came home to that. And it's like, oh my God, yeah, you're reliant to be the law. And I'm like, I'm so happy. Like, I'll be a stay-at-home dad. And I'll be like, wait till fucking mom gets home. She's going to beat you. And then I get the good type of beating. Like, I'm fucking happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that would be the dream. See, that's, that's why we need money. So we can just retire and be stay-at-home people. <laughs> I think you would, I don't want to be the retired though, where I spend like, all day golfing no I I'd, I'd be going to the gym and stuff but yeah. we have maybe retired, work a little bit we have retired people at my uh work that just they spend six hours in the gym but all they do is talk and i fucking hate that i'm like work out get ripped or something we have a couple that's like that they are they're there two three hours a day and you see them walk in and then you know you do your workout you shower i know you don't shower at the gym work out shower never you you never. gotta leave two hours later and they're still standing at the same piece of equipment just talking to people haven't put their gym bag down and then like they'll go to a machine they'll get it all set up and then they just stand there and talk for another hour and then they take their shit from that same machine that they didn't even use they'll go to another machine like so you're not even working out you're just taking a machine for an hour so you can talk and wave to people who you know who are in the yeah. gym but the dad is ripped, so he must go twice a day. Because when he's with his wife there, they don't touch a fucking weight. Hmm. So he must go like twice a day. He must go in the morning to get a workout in and take his wife there so she can look like she goes to the gym. Well, like there's a guy this morning. All he does every time he comes in, he just talks to people. And then he, like, he's gone three minutes later. All right, and he goes, see you later, buddy. But I, like I said, I had that space issue. So if I'm doing like, I, I left after doing my bench press and all that chest workouts, went to the fucking, but it's cool though. Cause I have a, a, a like a older guy. He's, a, he's got a couple of kids, but he's a, he's a really jacked dude. And he was, he put three um, 45s on each side on top of the, tr on the shoulder press thing. And he goes, he, he like messing around with me. You want to try it? You want to try it? I'm like, I'll fucking try it. I'll give it a go. And he's like, how many bangs are you on right now? I'm like, I've had three. He goes, Jesus, dude. He's like, the gym just opened up like an hour ago. I was like, I know. I'm like, this is how I get my workout. And I start off with three. And um, they don't give me an energy. They just taste good. 
and I'll go on the shoulder press thing and I go to I go to do the thing on the three plates on each side. I'm like, I can't even get it the fuck up, man. And he goes, here, let me help you. And I'm like, I can't do it, dude. He puts his thing on there to lift right when I do it. And then as soon as I get to the top and do the first one, he lets go of it and he goes, now go down and go back up. Then I could do it. I could do it once it was up like that. I was like, get this. Ah, like I felt like my arms were about to snap. And then I let go of it. I was like, I got a shit and my head hurts. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was like, done, dude. I was like, I gotta fucking, I gotta go back into the other room. Man, yeah, that eccentric movement's a lot easier. Then you can hit that concentric movement. It, it helps a lot whenever you start from the top. I've done that. It's kind of why bench is easier too. Is because once you unrack it and it comes down, then you go back up. It's a little easier. I try not to start my sets from the top, but man, it's like a cheat rep. So I'll end up doing like 13 instead of 12. Well, just because I don't want to count it, but I count it. I went from like when I was doing a 24 hour place, I was like, I mean, this was before the pandemic and it shut down and then it closed for good. But I was doing um a 45 and then at least 35 on each side. So it was around um, probably around 80 pounds on each side. And then that's like, I'm only 130. But I remember I was, that was my max. And then I remember ripping my whole part of my chest. And then I would, I would take electrical tape and wrap my arm to my chest. So I didn't have to worry about moving my arm. And the next day I was in the gym fucking doing the same shit. Um, and it just, it, it's wrecked my whole chest. So I can't go all the way back down, but I've been just practicing doing, I try and do at least 10 reps of each thing that I do, but I try and do 110 reps. So I always try and do like crank them out. So I've only worked my way up to like a 45 now. And then I did a 45 and 25 this morning and I felt fucking good, dude. I was like, yes, this is what I fucking like. But the bars on the bench are different. This one's super smooth and it feels like someone put lotion on it. So I would go to bench and this motherfucker would feel like it's about to slip out of your hands. I'm like, I'm going to get a fucking, I'm going to get six or 70 pounds right to my teeth, man. Like that's, what's going to happen. Mm, yeah i like them when there's a lot of grip on there i, I like that where you, you have the indention on your hand when you're done <laughs> i just i i don't like it when it's like um i like equipment like people are like oh i want brand new equipment i'm like i like it when it's a little bit used already like when it's a little bit worn like i don't it's like kind of like riding a roller coaster i don't mind when you get that fucking you wait three hours for a roller coaster seat to pop up and then it pops up the seats all ripped and then the bars kind of rusty you're like fuck it i'm gonna get in it anyway and enjoy the loop-de-loop you know what i mean like that's what i yep. like yeah i like that the old school gym equipment too like we have a couple like hardcore gyms here where it's those old rusty plates it's outdoors those are always heavier. I don't care what anyone says. Those yeah. old cast iron uh, 45 pound plates are way heavier than those rubber ones. Those fucking bumper <laughs> ones are bullshit, man. You grab it. It's like, is this 45? Like, I don't feel like it's 45. I found out how those influencers do it now, where they have like five 45s on each side. If you look at them, they say 10. They say fucking 10 on them. And I'm like, you're yeah. a piece of shit. You're a piece. You're a liar. Make make you feel bad about what you're lifting. Then you're like, okay, you're not even lifting as much as me. There's one person out there that's probably trying to kill themselves doing four plates on each side because they're bigger than you. Yep. Oh, yeah. I like those old school gyms, though. I go to LA Fitness, though, so it's, it's all pretty new. And they have those everywhere, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. The one that, that I go to was just built whenever I joined that gym. I used to go to Gold's, then I switched to LA Fitness in like 2019, and it was brand new. Like it hadn't even been open a week. So I've gone there ever since. Same people. They're good for the basics, but if you want like more advanced shit, you got to go somewhere else. Like I always tell older people, like every older person that comes in the gym, they're like, yeah, well, I have an LA fitness where I live. And I'm like, yeah, cause 
if they're great, if you're just going to do cardio and do all those other shit, cause that's all they have there. It's like, but when you're trying to get like real steel cables and do all that type of stuff, like the heavy expert lifting, which there's not even really a need for that. You could still get ripped using the basic shit anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's basically just compound movements right now. You know, uh, bench squat deadlift is where I'm at. I'll do a couple specialized days, but come like January, whenever I get used to lifting again, it'll be a lot more in depth and I'll probably switch to LA fitness and one of the hardcore gyms, uh, work pays for my gym. So I can afford to pick one up on my own too. That's, that's good. I was, um, I like, I just, I lift to get to stay aesthetically, you know, without my sweater on, I'm pretty ripped. So I like to keep that, but I, people that go like, oh, I want to be bodybuilder size, or I want to be powerlifter. I want to go to like 10,000 pounds on each side. I'm like, dude, I don't want to fucking hurt myself, man. I just want to look good naked. Yeah, that's it. Yep. That is you, keep, it. you keep the belly down and everything else looks bigger. As long as you can see <laughs> your dick. Yep, pretty much. If I look down, I got to be able to see it. Go, hey, buddy, how you doing? <laughs> Still there, huh? <laughs> um, Mark, I appreciate you doing the podcast again, brother man. Definitely, man. And we'll do it again if, if it's still going strong, man. Christmas time. I'll have my eggnog here, maybe some alcohol in it. I'll put a pull, poll out. We'll see what the people say in a poll. Okay. They're going to say, don't bring that guy back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm hoping I'm banking on he, that. He dropped the C word. We don't like him. They're going to cancel <laughs> me now. I'm going to get canceled. Oh, no. Oh, you've already been on. It's the best part about uh, not being canceled is the fact that you have to have a show to cancel. Yep. They're, what are they going to cancel of mine? My gym membership? Ooh, <laughs> that would hurt me probably more than anything if anybody canceled my gym membership. Like, fuck. I, I would just go into the hardcore gyms where they don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'd go find that uh, person that drives that minivan that almost hit me and fucking. Yep. Murder. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> well, Mark, no, where, what can you... be, where can people find uh, your links? Um, I have none at this time. After this last year, I kind of shut everything down after uh, my dad passed in July. So I'm just getting everything back up and running. So we can say soft and is that soft and tails? Yeah. yeah soft and tails is, is around. Got to get back to making sauces. Unfortunately, I got to find out if I can have them for my ulcers. <laughs> but <laughs> you uh, get that checked, man. You can't just I speculate. Did, I, I will get that checked probably within the next month. But yeah, soft and tails is still up and running. And, uh, from there we'll just keep putting out content bro that's what we got to do consistency is key consistency is key i'm gonna end up getting you on some tiktok videos <laughs> <laughs> i'd love to be on fucking tiktok but i don't want to deal with the shit that goes with that i know man that's why i'm not on it i made one tiktok i think just to claim the profile but it was a guy at my work and he was doing the cable crosses but he would only go like a chicken and it's just the chicken dance Oh, no, 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 Oh, yeah. God, put the music with it. Yeah. I did. It looks fucking great, man. I I'll told him about it, it too. So it's not like I did it on like, to, he doesn't know about it. I was like, I did this. And he's like, dude, you got to post that. I was like, okay, I'll post it. Oh, hell yeah. That's hilarious. Well, I have consent. There you go. Consent is key. Consent is key. And so is consistency. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Out of the Blank. Stay tuned for our next episode.